Sachinandana Swami Maharaja Ki! Hare Krishna. I'm very happy to be here for this uh, retreat and I do hope that it will give all of us the inner strength uh, to move forward in whatever it means for every one of you. I will be speaking, or the, the retreat has the umbrella theme, commitment, but we have also made a subtle addition to this word commitment, the word re. So for some of you it's commitment, for others who are older it may be recommitment. Yeah. Commitment, recommitment. Uh, These two things are there. So mm, I will be addressing you on this subject and so will the workshops uh, which are there. I know Navin Krishna gives one. We expect His Holiness uh, Keshava Maharaj to come there. All this is about commitment. So my first section uh, is uh, uh, called uh, uh, Finding Inner Strength, uh, which I feel is necessary we want to either commit ourselves or recommit ourselves. And I will be talking today in an easy way, not in a difficult way about it, and then ask you for a little group exercise in which I will guide you so on. But before starting, I want to make a general observation. One is it would be nice if we could open the door and some windows. We are this is not yet the ultimate retreat room. Uh, <laughs> uh, just to have, uh, yes, to have a fresh uh, thing uh, of uh, bust of air. Mm. And the second I want to make, before I start, a little uh, observation. Mm. It has been seen in our that when we seriously come together and churn ideas and uh, talk also about our ultimate uh, purpose in life uh, and how that might reflect into all the other things that we do on a day-to-day -day level. It has been seen that we come together, a special force is generated force that is attributed to the power of a Sangha. In, in Sangha, or in having spiritually minded association, let us call it Sadhu Sangha, uh, a particular strength uh, descends uh, that is available to each individual. It's almost that when we come together, the overcast sky is uh, treated in a specific way, the clouds go, and as a result, the sun shines down on each individual who is there to catch the sun rays. So I want to really uh, alert you or bring to your awareness the fact that 
as we go through these um, three and a half or four eventful days that will start, uh, that are starting from today, mm, uh, please uh, uh, see how the overcast sky, that means your own doubts, can be removed. First, they need to be addressed. Mm, or, and then, second of all, see how you can catch new rays for your spiritual life that will empower you. This is available in, in, uh, when we come together like this. There are, as I uh, said, inconveniences in coming together. You have to share your room with um, unknown people. Some of them might snore, even I heard uh, once a confidential information, ladies also sometimes <laughs> <laughs> manage to make the midnight raga. <laughs> yes, there are inconveniences, but there is a tremendous convenience or tremendous opportunity for all of us, wherever we are, that our inner, uh, how would you say, blockages, that which keeps us from the exalted, inspired Krishna conscious life are removed and that uh, the Krishna son nourishes us and lets us grow beyond uh, our boldest imagination. So having said this, I would uh, like to uh, 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 talk about uh, finding our inner strengths. Uh, yes, the big subject matter which we will approach from very uh, various angels, angles is commitment. Mm -mm. It is known in spiritual life when you commit to something, uh, uh, then uh, uh, a fool mm, can become an eloquent speaker, a layman can cross mountains. Mm. And what was the other analogy? Mm. And a blind man can see the stars in the sky. In other words, commitment brings uh, about, uh, uh, brings uh, or helps you to reach what is not possible without commitment. I want to give you an analogy that for young people from London is perhaps very much uh, understandable. There are many, many other things or more things that develop when you commit in a relationship. For instance, when two friends say to each other, we will be friends no ma matter what life throws at us. They will be able to access uh, the deeper riches of friendship or when a man and a woman of Gujarati origins <laughs> make a commitment to each other. There are many other, there are many things which are difficult to come out without a commitment. For instance, good children you know, can happen. Uh, commitment brings uh, uh, many, many, many advantages to our life 
that are not possible without a commitment. And in the same way, when you commit to uh, becoming Krishna conscious and doing something to spread the divine message of Krishna consciousness to others, when you really make that commitment, uh, uh, then you can uh, feel my eyes have just fallen to Krishna Kirtan Prabhu, the disciple of His Holiness Kadamba Kananana Maharaj. And I think those of us who have known our Maharaj um, have always seen that uh, he had this uh, deep, deep commitment to serving Srila Prabhupada's mission. And he was therefore empowered to do things and to move uh, through his life in um, ways that are not that are simply uh, making us uh, proud of him or, and so on and so uh, commitment my dear devotees is really the secret key uh, to give you access to things that you cannot access on your own that you cannot uh, 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 um, do. But yet we sometimes hesitate to commit ourselves. We feel perhaps mm, that we might lose our freedom. Mm? Uh, therefore, I want to address in my first lecture to you today mm, uh, how we might be able to find the inner strength that is required for making firm commitment. Mm. There is one uh, uh, person in our tradition who uh, mm, is uh, always inspiring uh, the devotees. Uh, and uh, once you understand a little bit how he found his inner path, uh, it will be easier for you, or how he found his path uh, to, uh, in, in life. It will be easier for you to find or uh, access that inner strength. And who might this be? Arjuna, yes, the hero of Mahabharata. In Arjuna's life, there was one decisive point that helped him to do uh, what is sheer impossible to do. He was the one who fought this mm, Dharma Yudha, this uh, Kurukshetra battle, and, and it, he single-handedly made it successful so that Dharma was winning. Uh, but he was in the beginning not at all committment, committed to this. He, he was in the situation which in modern lingo you say, should I stay or should I go? <laughs> should I uh, do what Krishna wants me to do or should I, uh, uh, should I really commit to it? Do I have the strength to face in this battle, mm, uh, 
powerful opponents, some of them my own relatives. Um, can I do that at all? Or should I better retire into the forest? I think in the beginning of, of, when we think of our own commitment, we also have this question. Should I really engage myself in the various services of Pandavasena? Should I really put my energy into this dead horse called mentorship program and make it rise again and gallop um, and so on? Should I should I go maybe to an ordinary school or should I perhaps really surrender to Avanti and become a teacher to at the Avanti school? Jamashtami is coming. Should I uh, should I maybe just be a pious Hindu guest who attends or should I really take part in uh, uh, arranging this program? You know, should I should I uh, uh, should I uh, really stay in this Krishna mission of Krishna consciousness, or should I go and become you know a successful dentist, engineer, or accountant? I heard this is the three job opportunities which your parents offer you. <laughs> <laughs> should I really be there? No. So Arjuna had the same. Question: uh, Should I stay uh, here on the battlefield, or should I go into the, a more private form of of, of my life, um, uh, spiritual life? He is always a spiritual person, and be at the home. And he found the inner strength by something which in modern London language you would call a game-changer. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm living with a Londoner and I'm uh, secretly learning the London English. Um, uh, he had a defining moment, you would say, that, uh, that made him uh, strong enough to, to face even uh, this uh, important. Hare Krishna, <laughs> welcome. <laughs> so, uh, that moment came when he had a conversation with Krishna. Now his first, I will not talk about the Bhagavad Gita today. I will talk about the very first time when he met with Krishna. It was at this uh, moment that he became committed to fulfill Krishna's mission. And even when he faltered, that was at the beginning of the, of the Kurukshetra war, uh, because of that seed-giving moment and what happened in that seed-giving moment, he could find the inner strength to, to really surrender to Krishna. And I will mm, tell you now uh, what I consider one of the most fascinating stories of the Mahabharata. Um, I will uh, slowly bring you to this defining moment and then I will bring you, hopefully, if Krishna allows me, 
to bring you all to your defining moment, your game changer, that will hopefully help you to find your inner strength. Are you with me? Yes. Is that a good idea? So this will be also something here where you will find supreme happiness. <laughs> that is possible. Please join me in the pranam prayers. He had 
been born and grown up in the forest after the tragic death of his father Pandu um, and uh, the immolation of one of his mothers Madri into the funeral fire of Pandu Arjuna had gone with his other brothers into their destiny they had been accompanied by the saints who knew them in the forest and their mother Kunti they, they now stood before the gates of the mighty town Hastinapur the seat of power of the civilized world Arjuna was a small little boy I imagine him a little bit sweet like our Girid, Giriraj he had a darkish complexion and he had curly hairs and big eyes uh, very big eyes like deers he looked around and he looked at the gate of this huge town Hastinapur mm. and he knew one day my brothers and me will sit as the kings in this town that is our destiny but when the powerful doors finally swung open these huge doors much higher than our I think they will be as high as the new uh, <laughs> retreat room which is just appearing there behind you and they swung open uh, the monarch and his hundred sons, Dhritarashtra and uh, um, Duryodhana, greeted the five brothers in a rather cold way. In the evening they had a meeting with their mother. They were now in the palace rooms and uh, uh, Vyasadev uh, uh, appeared like a flame which suddenly is, is there in a room when you light a candle he came and he said the days of joy are over the time will come where mother earth will cry tears Oof. it was a heavy destiny which was lying in front of Arjuna I will make it short to come to uh, something very positive. My dear Pandavasenas, you have the name the army of the Pandavas. Sena means armies, Pandavas the Sena. Listen to what your forefathers went through. They were constantly attacked by um, uh, uh, Duryodhana and his uh, brothers. Their uncle, blind Dhritarashtra, was uh, permitting all these attacks on their life. Um, it, it was really, really, really bad. Uh, 
the last thing was they were uh, uh, tricked into a highly inflammable palace um, where they stayed. Uh, and would another uncle of them, Vidura, not have warned them, they would have died there. Vidura came to them and said in cryptic language, there are sharp weapons that are capable to destroy the body and these weapons are not made of metal. He who knows that the consumer of wood and straw does not reach a hole in the ground that leads into the forest survives. <coughs> I don't know what you would have made out of these words, but Yudhishthira understood. More powerful than all steel and iron weapons is fire. Fire can consume wood and straw. And you can escape it by digging a tunnel into, uh, into the earth and get out mm, in the night when the uh, fire that is meant to kill you con uh, uh, consumes the, the palace and the rooms and everyone who's in there. Mm, so they escaped with their bare life. Uh, they were now outlaws. Uh, they needed to hide. Um, they were constantly attacked by both demons and celestial beings. Uh, every morning their mother Kunti, who was dressed in white, the dress of a widow, was found sitting in some holy lake or holy tank and praying to Krishna to help them through all these difficulties. And finally, one day, and that's where my story really starts, <laughs> they uh, were on the road and uh, some brahmanas met them. These brahmanas said, we are going uh, to the Svayamvara of Draupadi, where the best of all women will choose a husband from amongst the kings of the world. Uh, uh, she is the most beautiful of women. Really, said Arjuna. Yes, she is born from fire. And she is meant to mm, bring about uh, the a great epic struggle uh, uh, for Dharma. Who said You must be an interesting lady. Mm -mm. And uh, yes, and she will uh, select her own husband um, from the best of all human beings. Then the Brahmanas uh, spoke to the five Pandavas, who were also dressed as Brahmanas. Remember, they were outlaws, they needed to hide. They said, it, it seems you boys could use some new cloth. <laughs> so, like, if someone says to you. You look a little shabby and ragged. Uh, seems you could use a new dhoti. Um, uh, uh, so why don't you come to us to the Svayamvara of Draupadi? Her father, Draupad, will give ample chari uh, charity to the Brahmanas. And uh, who knows, said the 
Brahmanas chuckling. The princess might even select one of you boys uh, who was as handsome as celestial beings. And they pointed to Bhima. Uh, this godlike youth has a body like mm, Rikesh. Uh, no, no, sorry, sorry, sorry. Uh, this godlike youth has a body like a thunderbolt. Uh, surely he will win much wealth if he enters a wrestling competition there. So the Pandavas looked at them, uh, at each other. They could not give away the secret that they were princes and likely candidates. Um, and uh, they, uh, they walked day and night until just before the doors of this town, I think it's uh, Campilia, yes, Campilia, they found uh, a lodging uh, with uh, a potter. Mm. Uh, and they, they went there, they, they stayed there, and every morning the Pandavas went out. Remember, they are dressed as Brahmanas, broad shoulders are hidden by ch uh, uh, slim chatters. And they go out and beg for madukari, the, their, their meals, like brahmanas do. So when the day of the Swayamvara arrived, the kings were invited um, uh, into this huge arena. They marched to the northern gate, through the southern mm, mm, gate, all the rishis, shining like the sun, entered. It was a massive arena. We have not seen such an arena, not even for uh, the contest called uh, football craziness. Um, there was a huge uh, stadium. I have a few informations here. It was filled with garlands that were, you know, hanging like this. Uh, there they were many colorfully uh, dressed people already inside. They made a sound like the roar of the ocean. Um, uh, you could smell everywhere the fragrance of aloe and frankincense. And uh, it was built from, uh, from marble and from, there were pillars of sapphire. It was extremely luxurious and opulent. And the Pandavas, they entered with the brahmanas and took their place unnoticed by anyone. Then for a few days the ceremonies were done, fire yagyas, wrestling games, but the Pandavas did not take part in it, although Bhima was itching to show everyone uh, what a real wrestler can do. Uh, um, there were uh, entertainments like musical concerts, dances, um, the reciters of Vedic scriptures came and with loud and trained voice entertained the stadium with uh, tellings of the Puranas and uh, there were actors and so on. Mm, now on the 16th day after all these preparatory yagyas and how would you call this uh, entertainments, uh, 
this huge arena fell into a, a hushed silence. Through the gate through which the kings have entered, the most beautiful of ladies entered. She was dressed in yellow silk and ornamented with the most precious ornaments. But if you think her effulgence came from uh, the silk garments and the ornaments, you are mistaken. Her effulgence came from her body. Although it was dark, she looked like a wandering fire. And the beauty of her eyes, the beauty of her hand, hands, and the beauty of every limb was so uh, uh, amazing that all the kings and princes suddenly jumped up, they brandished their weapons, they made a public display of their muscles, and they screamed out in loud voices, addressing one another, I shall win this princess. No one is equal in my strength and power. Dropadi will be mine. You know, they yelled this at each other. You know, don't make the mistake to think she's yours, she is mine. Uh, so this one. She was in fact so beautiful, my dear devotees, um, that um, soon the sky above the stadium was filled with the chariots of the God, led by the guardians of the four quarters of the universe, Yamaraj, Indra, Vayu, and Surya, as far, no, and Kuvera. Tell, say after me, the guardians of the four quarters in the universe are Yamaraj, Indra, Kuvera and Vayu. They settled, they settled down. Mm. Uh, uh, there were Siddhas and Sharanas and Gandavas, you know, these angel-like beings hovering around and finding, uh, and they had all come to witness the Svayambara or the choice of husband by Draupadi. Even Narada Muni was there. Yes, it was really the event. It was more than the mm, coronation of Prince Charles, more important even than, uh, you know, it was the event. <coughs> Angira and Pavata came. Um, now, on the opposite side from where the Brahmanas sat, two most stunning guests arrived. It was Krishna, who had a complexion like a dark lapis lazuli, that's an emerald, no? And he was dressed, what was his preferred color in his silk dress? Yellow, golden yellow. Uh, oh, why are you asleep? Uh, exhausted. Would you like to sit next to the... Now. Yeah, now you're okay? 
<laughs> I will take care that you are okay by singling you out many times. <laughs> no, no, don't worry, don't worry, don't worry. Um, Balaramji was also there, dressed in what color of silk? Blue, bluish, yes. And uh, Krishna was just sitting there. <gasps> he had never seen the Pandavas before. Do you know how he was related to the Pandavas? His father, Vasudev, had a sister, Kunti. So these were Kunti's sons. So they were, what do you call this? They were Krishna's cousins. And Krishna was what to the Pandavas? Also cousins, cousins, yes. not nephews, no, cousins. Yes, I know people from joint families know these uh, intrinsic details. Um, so he looked just at these uh, five people with eyes. Then he smiled and he turned to Balaram and said, in my opinion, those five men there who sit amongst the brahmanas are the Pandavas. And he, with a slight nod of his head, he indicated to Balaram, yes, these five. What do you think, Balaram? Balaram looked. They had never met before, but they rec he recognized But the news headed that the five Pandavas were burned in the palace by the evil machinations, is it called machinations, of uh, Dhritarashtra and his sons. Uh, mm, mm, mm. I heard a rumor, uh, said Krishna, that my cousins survived the fire in Varanavata. This now seems to be true. Isn't it Ram and Ram? Smiled happily. So, a little later, Drishta Domna, the brother of uh, Draupadi, came into the princess and said, My dear everyone, he spoke in a voice that rumbled like thunder. Oh my God, I have to. This princess will be won, to, won today by he who can hit the mark. And then Dhrishtadumna pointed towards a bow that was as strong as the trunk of an elephant. Look over there, my father has arranged a big pole. There is a fish made from wood. Uh, he is revolving on a plate, you know, on a, on, a, on, a, on a thing. And then under the fish, there is another wheel which has a just a little hole 
No, actually, the fish is on the wheel, and there's another plate with only one hole. And those who want to win my sister will have to kneel down, look at a basin, and from the reflection of the target, shoot with this arrow over there into the eye of that target. The, the arrow has to pass through uh, this one mm, plate, which has only a little hole, and <laughs> hit the target. Today, mm, uh, this will be achieved, but I warn you, only someone of noble birth uh, and great prowess will be capable of this feat. And then Trishtadyomna gave the arena free. Now, one by one, the princes and kings came, but uh, no one of them was able to even string the bow. Finally, when the kings had uh, failed, Kana walked like a golden mountain towards the uh, uh, bow. Everyone became silent because they knew Kana could hit the target. But as he was picking up the bow, Draupadi's voice was heard in the stadium, I will never marry the son of a charioteer. He is a sutra only. Sit down. Kana, who was actually not a sutra, who was actually not the son of a charioteer, uh, 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 blushed and with a dejected head he went back. Then the powerful uh, king of Chedi, Shishupala, went next. He was strong. He was able to string the bow, draw, draw the bow in a half circle, but as he was just putting the other sling there in order to string the bow, the bow snapped kicked him in the head and he fell down and for a few moments he uh, lay down without being able to even breathe. Then he joined the other uh, princes and kings who were just shaking their head. They had also been hit by the bow or not been able to do anything to the bow. But then Duryodhan rose. Yuigris. He walked, and again everyone became silent. Within moments he had strung the bow, he drew it after concentration, the arrow left uh, the string, went through the hole of the rotating plate, but missed the target for the breath of a hair. snake which had bitten. He threw the bow down 
and uh, 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 breathing heavily, heavily like a snake, he sat down again. There was silence in the audience. There was all the kings had gone through the test and failed. Krishna and Balaram had not taken part because they knew the princess was meant for whom? Arjuna, yes. Are you still listening? Yes. With your intelligence intact? <laughs> I think so. I think so. At this moment, when Brahmana got up, got up, he walked into the center of the arena. All the other Brahmanas were highly enthused. They started to, to <laughs> wave their chatters. Finally, one of us. <laughs> but but the elderly, some elderly Brahmas, Brahmanas objected to him. I mean, when all the Chatriyas have failed, how can a Brahmana uh, win? Arjuna very carefully walked in the middle and in a very loud voice addressed King Dropat. Mm. Is it permissible for a Brahmin to attempt the task? Dropat looked down and immediately liked that strongly built uh, Brahmin. He had a big, big, big chest. And they were strangely there with marks on his shoulders which couldn't come from the Brahmin's string. It looked as if they came from the string of bows. There were muscles. He was so beautiful with his large eyes and his curly locks. Mm. And uh, he said, indeed, the Brahmins can take part. They are protected by that power uh, uh, by which Vishnu protects the gods. And the Chatriyas are always bowing down to the Brahmanas. So Arjuna, now see his qualities, turned to the bow. He folded his hands, he bowed down. Within his mind he prayed to Krishna. Then he walked respectfully around the bow three times placed a golden arrow on the string as he did it, a complete hush fell over this um, uh, uh, stadium. And suddenly, after looking in the, the reflection, he released the arrows which sped with blinding speed. Uh, it cleanly came through the hole of that revolving plate and then uh, <coughs> struck that uh, wooden uh, fish. And uh, the target then clattered down, clack, 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 to the ground with an arrow sticking out from it. My dear devotees, the people rose to their feet and cheered. Musicians started to play on their innumerable instruments. Drums rolled. <laughs> trumpet. Conscious resounded. 
bards immediately composed poems glorifying this mysterious Brahmana. And as Arjuna stood there, a shower of celestial flowers rained down in, in him. Uh, who was he? Draupadi gazed at him with wonder. Could it be? Could it be that it was the prince uh, about whom she had heard from being a young girl? Could it be the one prince to whom she had promised her heart and her everything? Mm, who was this? Uh, so the Draupadi uh, approached this Brahmanan. With every step she was more sure and certain. And then when he, she reached him, she joyfully placed the nuptial garland around uh, the neck. Now the kings were enraged. The brahmanas were happy. They were Again, <laughs> waving their chatters, yes, tika, <laughs> tika. <laughs> uh, 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 what is his name? Duryodhana, taking up into him all the anger which was there amongst the kings. Actually, he had enough anger by himself. He didn't. <laughs> he called out, How does this Drupad dare to offend us in this way? He has passed over all the lords of the earth, especially me, and bestowed his daughter to a poor and unqualified brahmana. This is too much. It seems Drupad has invited us here to only insult us. All the kings went, yeah, yeah, you got it right, man. <laughs> This is how the people in the London harbor, harbor would say, uh, you know. And they all took their, uh, their, up their weapons. Yudhishthira, Brahmana, quickly gestures to uh, his two younger brothers. Who are the younger brothers? Nakula and Sahadev. And one of them had this ability to control horses. Uh, he made and a chariot came in drawn by horses and Draupadi ascended uh, this uh, uh, the, the Arjuna Brahmana <laughs> said to Draupadi better get on the uh, on the on the on the chariot it will become quite uh, in, uh, intense now uh, and get out get quickly out so they uh, they ran while uh, Arjuna, still holding the sacrifice bowl, stood there in the middle of the arena. All the brahmanas rushed down from their podiums, uh, waving their deer skirt. We will help you, we will help you. <laughs> <laughs> Arjuna said, it will become rather intense. You better, you go now. Uh, uh, it's, this is not your, your place. Fear not. I will fight these arrogant monarchs on my own. Kana uh, was at the head of the, all the attacking kings because he was by all means the greatest archer of his times, second only to Arjuna. Now you know everything. Uh, yes. So 
Arjuna uh, then exploded. He chanted all his mantras, he began to shower the attacking princes and kings with a volley of arrows that was irresistible. Karna counted with ten arrows, but Arjuna's arrows met them in the air and destroyed them. Karna shot, shot 100 arrows, which came as one towards Arjuna, but Arjuna counted them also. And then Arjuna's arrows began to bite into the skin of Karna. Karna said, well, hold on, hold on here. Who are you, Brahmana? A simple servant of the Chatriya. <laughs> uh, I'm not going to attack you any further. I bow down. You seem to be fighting with the strength of God. Uh, uh, let you won in a rightful contest, uh, Draupadi. Let's back off. I will not bore you here with Bhima's fights. He stayed also back. He simply uprooted a huge tree <laughs> and did the tree work, you know. <laughs> but I will not uh, get into the details because this is not about martial arts here. Uh, finally, in the evening, uh, Arjuna and Bhima came back to the house of the potter where Yudhishthira said, uh, as they came, they announced, Mother, we have, or, or they came back together. Uh, Arjuna caught up with Yudhishthira, Nakul, Sahadev, and Draupadi on the chariot. And uh, uh, they were very joyful. Draupadi was there, just very joyful, blissful. Arjuna, my God. And uh, Yudhishthira said, while, they were, while he was still outside. Mother, we have uh, an incredible uh, arms here. We have begged for arms and we have brought an incredible uh, 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 wealth with us. Uh, Kunti said just offhandedly, whatever it is, divide it between your five. <laughs> like she had said on every evening, she thought this was the food which the son have, uh, had, had, had begged. You know, they came every evening home and uh, Kunti said, divide it amongst your uh, uh, five brothers. Beam gets most of the food. He is uh, really in need of this uh, and so on. And uh, when they entered the house, Kunti saw Draupadi surrounded by her five sons. How can one woman be equally shared amongst five men without incurring sin and being adharma? It was a situation which only Vyasadev could clear, who had uh, who cleared it. it. This is not our subject matter, it's also interesting, but we won't go there. It was in the end perfectly uh, dharmic and it was nicely arranged. She would stay for one year with each one of the brothers and then and so on. And so, yeah. But as they were sitting on the floor, 
eating a simple meal, the potter came in. Who was the potter? Krishna folded his palms and said, I am Krishna, and this is Baladev, my elder brother. The Pandavas were so delighted to finally meet their cousins. They all stood up. Krishna touched Yudhishthira's feet in respect, and he embraced Bhim and Arjuna and received the respect the twins. Mm. I've prayed uh, for your help, said Kunti, uh, 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 and you have finally appeared here. Uh, Krishna Balaram bowed down and touched Kunti's uh, uh, feet, and Kunti uh, shed tears of happiness. Every evening I prayed for you to help us to go through these difficulties, she whispered, and you have come. I cannot believe. They talked, and Krishna inquired after their welfare. We are well, said Yudhisthira. Oh, Krishna, but tell me, how did you manage to trace us? Krishna smiled. I was sitting there, and you were sitting there, but fire can never be um, veiled, is it called veiled? Or fire is always visible, even when it's covered. Uh, I could see you. And who but the Pandavas could have performed such feats at the Swayambara? O conqueror of foes, by sheer good fortune you have, you have escaped from the fire in Vanana, in, in this other town, by the same good fortune have Duryodhan's sinful plans come to nothing. Be blessed. Be many times blessed uh, by me. And then Krishna said, we have to go now so that your disguise will not yet be discovered. People follow us everywhere. Uh, and he and Balaram stood up and left. My dear devotees, this was the first meeting between Arjuna and Krishna. When Arjuna saw his cousin Krishna enter through the door of the potter's house, 
he knew this is and not just my cousin it is the almighty lord uh, by whom everyone moves and everything moves i uh, commit myself here and at this moment to be an instrument in his uh, plan uh, later krishna spoke about this he said a very wonderful verse um, which is from the Bhagavad Gita and I heard the Bhagavad Gita would be supplied to me today. Uh, it is somewhere I think amongst you or we can have it uh, on the mobile telephone. It's 1858 uh, and I want to chant it in Sanskrit with you and then read to you the translation. Because this verse will describe for you how you can find your inner strength. You will have to listen very carefully to the translation of the verse and to the verse itself. Because I will request you afterwards to do an active exercise where you can use your dormant intelligence. <laughs> But first... Uh, uh, Chant with me. Machita Sarva Durgani. Machita Sarva Durgani. Matrasada Tadishyasi. Matrasada Tadishyasi. Atachet Tvam Ahankaran. Atachet If you become conscious of me, you will pass over all the obstacles of conditioned life, not on your own, but by my grace. If however, oh sorry, I read it wrong, so I have to read it again. If you become conscious of me, Krishna says to Arjuna, you will pass over all the obstacles of conditioned life by my grace. If, however, you do not work in such consciousness, but act through false ego, not hearing me, you will be lost. Should we read this together? Please repeat after me. If you become conscious of me, you will pass over all the obstacles of conditioned life by my grace. If, however, you do not work in such consciousness, but act through false ego, not hearing me, you will be lost. It's interesting, the verse says, if you keep Krishna in your mind and in your heart, and if you commit to him, not that you just have him there and, and there is everything else, but you commit to doing his work like Arjuna did, 
you will overcome the obstacles which will come naturally in your life. But if you don't put Krishna there, don't listen to Krishna, your path will be different. It will be the path of the false ego. Committing to Krishna, like Arjuna did twice, when he met him the first time after winning Draupadi, Arjuna could understand that had been made possible by Krishna's mercy. Uh, Kunti had every day prayed for this and Krishna had obliged. And the second time was on the battlefield of Kurukshetra and uh, Arjuna recommitted himself, so to say. He did not want at that time. Um, that, my dear devotees, he found the strength to do it by this one thing alone. Become conscious of Krishna. Put him in your mind and in your heart and you will find the inner strength to either commit yourself or to recommit yourself no? wherever you are. But without doing this, you will, be, you will only have your own uh, uh, strength, which is based on what? The false ego, yes, the false ego. No? And you will not be able to walk the path of Krishna consciousness. This is a, a, a simple, a simple, simple point. Now I want to now ask you uh, to take your both of both of intelligence and string them and use them. Uh, please find a partner. Now, you can, someone who's next to you, uh, uh, boys, please go with boys and uh, um, <laughs> not partner finding exercise. <laughs> I know, in ISKCON you have to talk about Pashalam, then everyone is on your side, and partner Vasenas about partner, partnerships, then everyone is. <laughs> I know you. <laughs> so please find your partners. Yes. Uh, 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 hold on. We have not yet. Uh, we have not yet the task. <laughs> the task before you is to share. How in the last uh, past years um, your taste for the bhakti practices and Krishna Katha has evolved and how that has helped you to commit yourself? It's not an easy question. You have to string the bow of your intelligence first. <laughs> and then you have to see. Okay, spiritual practice. Do I do spiritual practice at all? In theory, yes, and practice also. Um, so, have you had a situation? Can you, can you change? You will have to dig a little bit deep into a situation where you were more Krishna consciousness and how that gave you the strength to act. I have. Just now I found my example. Uh, 
I would like to go with Krishna Kirtan, or do you have to go with Giriraj? No? <laughs> Giriraj can go with 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 with, yeah. with Vindavan Bihari perhaps? Or Vindavan? Vrajanan, the pleasure of Rajan with that. Krishna, get up, please come here. I want to talk about this. Is the question clear? In the past year, we want to look for uh, past years an example where you were more Krishna conscious and how it was you were able to commit yourself or recommit yourself and do your services. Yes? You have not much time for this, five minutes or so, so five or seven minutes. Uh, and please start now. You have to first string the bow of your intelligence. Did you find something? Good. Good, 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 good. We also had a very nice exchange. Um, so, um, Ajuna committed himself on that first uh, meeting. Uh, uh, Krishna told him, the five Pandavas, may you grow in pros prosperity as a fire in a cave gradually grows and spreads itself all around. So commitment to Krishna is very easy to access. You might read this text again and again. Where Krishna, uh, this is about recommitment really, because the commitment happened at the first meeting, the recommitment happened at the battlefield of Kurukshetra. Yes, um, I want to end here. There is also another for another thing of recommitment, another secret of recommitment. It becomes easy if you can recommit or commit to uh, your spiritual master. Mm, I remember mm, uh, His Holiness Bhakti Charu Maharaj, he once came to uh, Radhadesh during the time of his Vyasa Puja, his uh, sacred birthday uh, celebrations, and uh, he, uh, on the second day, had, had an initiation. And during this initiation ceremony, he requested all of us, also there were a few of his godbrothers, uh, to uh, also take part in this ceremony and recommit to Srila Prabhupada. It becomes very easy if you commit to a person who is living amongst you. Therefore the guidance or the presence of a spiritual master and a good relationship to the spiritual master is so vital for our ability to say no to Maya and yes to, to Krishna's plan. No? It must be a guru to whom we have a good relationship, no? not just a formal relationship and so on. And then it says, Mukam karoti vachalam pangum langayate vidin yat kripahamvande shi gurum by the mercy of the spiritual master, uh, one can 
overcome all the obstacles of conditioned life. Here it says Krishna, so uh, both spiritual master and Krishna are required, no? not just one, both. Uh, yes, I want to end here. Uh, we will show our last slide. Uh, shows um, a person sitting on a book and the person says, I can't see it so clearly here. Uh, can someone uh, read who has good eyes, who is just close by? I trust the next chapter because I know the author. Yes, mm, wonderful, no? I trust the next chapter because I know the author. Mm. If you can commit yourself in spiritual life, and you know there will be a new chapter. Or if you recommit yourself in your spiritual life, you know you will enter a new chapter. Mm. That will be easy for you if you trust the author of your life, that is Krishna. It's a beautiful thing, no? I, I can it's not our own illustration. I can, if you want, go Krishna can make it available to you. He can uh, uh, send it to you by uh, the more modern invention of WeTransfer or you know the, uh, what is it? WhatsApp, 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 what else? Yes, so, so yes, I trust the next chapter because I trust the author. Is it correct? Do I say it correctly? I believe in the author. Yeah. It's simple. Finding your inner strengths is always possible when you recollect, recollect either with your guru, with Krishna, or with both. Because then you can access another strength, a superior strength, than your own strengths. The superior strengths will help you to overcome your inner obstacles, uh, but it will also empower you to do things which you didn't think were possible before. Mm. Simple point, but I, I know the first evening is, is we come from everywhere and so on, and I didn't want to give a highly intellectual class at all. Listeners who are just stringing the bow of their intelligence. Uh, mm. There's a very nice verse for I, I hear some of you read. This verse picks up this pastime which you have heard. It says, Danu hitasya pranarampatanti. Sarvam tujivam param eva laksham. The Vedic mantra is the Bhavabho. We can go back to this bow with Arjuna, yes. The Vedic mantra is the bow. The pure living entity himself is the arrow and the target is the supreme being. You find this in the Shiva. I will tell you in a moment where you find it. And uh, uh, Prabhupada says, when the living entity is purified, he takes the arrow of his purified life, 
takes his life. And with the help of the bow, the mantra, the transcendental chanting of the pranava or the Hare Krishna mantra, he throws himself towards the Supreme Personality of Godhead. And then then he gives the example of Arjuna gaining Draupadi in the uh, uh, Svayamvara, no? where uh, by the help of a bow, Arjuna gets the most valuable Draupadi in that uh, uh, Svayamvara. So by the help of the holy names, which are also form of Krishna, you will get. I want to end my presentation by asking you to sit straight. the bow by chanting and let us put ourselves into this and focus on the target, the Supreme Personality of Godhead and chant in a way that is mindful of Him. I'm not so sure about the sound. If you can please make the microphone a little higher or those who control the sound, please put less volume on the harmonium. This will be a quite different chanting than an absent-minded chanting. You will actually try to use the bow on the mantra to bring the best part of you and throw that or hurl that or move that to the lotus feet of Krishna. That means to be mindful of Krishna. Yeah.
most glorious of Krishna's, one of the most glorious of devotees of Krishna. Krishna and Arjuna were really the best of friends. Arjuna committed himself to the mission of the Lord, whatever that would be in that very first meeting. But he was tested and he needed to recommit himself. Then his greatest uh, challenge stood before him to do something which Krishna wanted and he did not want it. So, uh, by the, only by the mercy, by the strength that is not with us, strength from Guru and Krishna, will it be possible for us to commit and recommit uh, again and again and yet again. So, that uh, contact with Krishna and also the contact with our spirit and master is possible through the most accessible form of Krishna's mercy, His holy names. So let us chant one more time, uh, trying to be mindful of Krishna.
therefore not be able to take any questions from my esteemed audience. Uh, we will now actually hush is here.